When Justin Trudeau won his landslide majority, uh, he came in with you know glowing economy, balanced budget, oodles of opportunity, because he had a great relationship with then-President Obama, could have easily solidified things like trade deals, short NAFTA, and he had the charming relationship with environmentalists and First Nations group to get pipelines built. He could get energy to market, pay down debt. And instead, they went on a spending spree, increasing deficits to triple what they promised. And they dangerously made the assumption that Hillary Clinton would win. And when she didn't, they still did nothing to bring down the debt, get energy to market, lower taxes. They did nothing to prepare for that day when that protectionist who warned he was coming to protect his country, they did nothing really to have a plan B. And now we've got a trade deal that's falling apart, tariffs hitting our very existence. And while we chatter about these uh, groping allegations, we are being distracted by way, way bigger issues. Pierre Polyevre is a conservative MP as well as finance critic. He joins me now. Minister, what do you look at as the biggest um, challenge, if not threat, that is not being addressed by the government right now? Well, Donald Trump wants our money and our jobs, and Justin Trudeau is handing over both. Uh, Let me explain. South of the border, Trump brought in massive tax cuts uh, that are deliberately designed to suck money and jobs out of other countries and have them pour into the U.S. economy. So far, it's working. Uh, Canadian investment in the U.S. is up by two-thirds in the last two years. And American investment in Canada is down by half. Now, as you know, it Mm -hmm. takes money to pay wages. So where money goes, wage would work will soon follow. Uh, And uh, so what we need to do on the north side of the border is fight fire with fire, get our taxes down, uh, remove costly and duplicative regulations, so that our businesses can succeed and compete and bring that money and jobs, those uh, jobs and that money back home. But that window, to me, has has shut, has it not? I mean, sure, they can lower taxes now, but, you know, the time to do a lot of the the things that should have been done, as you um, pen in the Toronto Sun editorial that you you did, um, that should have been done the day that Mr. Trump was elected. I mean, I could go as far as to say they should never have assumed that he wouldn't be elected, but they made the assumption that, you know, they were going to get their friend, Miss Clinton. Um, And so should that not have been done before? That's what a good sailor does, right? And when Justin Trudeau became the sailor of Canada's economic ship, it was sunny ways. The times were very good. Uh, The world economy was booming, especially south of the border, where we sell 75% of our exports. Uh, We had a balanced budget. Uh, The um, the Canadian economy was growing. Oil prices were rocketing back from their, uh, their previous lows, which was revitalizing starting to revitalize the Western resource economy. Uh, All those things were in our favor, but we could see that there were storm clouds on the horizon, right? Donald Trump had just been elected on a protectionist platform, and Trudeau had offered him to renegotiate NAFTA, our most important trading agreement. So we ought to have known that off in the distance, those storm clouds and those lightning bolts were uh, before us. And the right thing would have been for Justin Trudeau Mm -hmm. to pay off debt uh, and fix up the ship and lower our the burden on uh, on the sailors, that is, the workers, by cutting our taxes. But he did exactly the opposite. He raised taxes. He plunged us deep into debt before this trade war even started. And now, as we enter the storm, 
Our ship is weighed down by that debt, by high taxes, and the ship is leaky. Yeah, and certainly you can you can say, you know, Donald Trump is very uh, unpredictable. It would be hard for the, the best of people to negotiate with him, given his uh, unpredictable ways. But the bottom line is... Um, you have to beat him at his own game. Um, otherwise, the the devastation to our economy is going to be, I think, enormous. So he's now at NATO. Um, how do you foresee him handling Mr. Mr. Trump? Because Mr. Trump wants a bigger commitment on NATO, and Mr. Trudeau has said today that that we're not going to be giving more. Right, and and one of Trudeau's first policy decisions was to cut our armed forces. He instituted quietly about $12 billion in national defense cuts in his first couple of budgets. Uh, And so our commitment to our forces is lower, and therefore uh, our NATO partners, including uh, Mr. Trump south of the border, will be be raising that as a a grievance. Okay. So what is your gut telling you that uh, you feel is going to happen? Do you get the sense that there is any Plan B being worked on in the Prime Minister's office? No. In fact, I think... (laughs) He is heading. He's moving us headlong into into Donald Trump's uh, um, into the into the Trumpian nightmare that we all worry about. Because he, Justin Trudeau, has made us even more dependent on Donald Trump. Right? He can, Trudeau canceled a pipeline to the Pacific, Northern Gateway. Mm-hmm. He effectively killed a pipeline to the Atlantic, Energy East. And as a result, he has reinforced the American stranglehold on 99% of Canadian oil exports, for which we get as much as a $20 discount per barrel. That is a multi-billion dollar annual subsidy from mm-hmm. Canadians to Trump's U.S. economy. Where they're, they're basically stealing our oil from us at huge discounts. And to, to make matters worse, Trudeau just gave $4.5 billion dollars Canadian tax dollars to a Texas oil company for a pipeline that we already had. And that U.S. company is now using Canadian tax dollars to build pipelines south of the border that will compete with Canadians back home. I mean, if I have one criticism of Donald Trump, why is he not more grateful for all that the Justin Trudeau has been doing to make America great again? Well, maybe because he realizes the way he's playing it, he can simply get more and more. So why change the game as it's happening? But there will be critics on the other side saying, "Okay, then if the conservatives know, you know, how to do this and and what the plan, what would the conservatives do differently? First, fight fire with fire. Trump's uh, tax cuts and and red tape reductions are bringing jobs and money south of the border, uh, taking them away from Canada. We need uh, to, to have our own uh, tax cuts and our own re- removal of red tape so that we can compete and our businesses can fight back, bring jobs here, and, and, and keep our money at home. That's the, that's the first thing. Secondly, we need to uh, re- fast-track the approval of pipelines so that we don't have to send uh, 99% of Canadian petroleum at a discount to the United States. Uh, and third, we need to get our finances in order. You know, we're entering this trade war in a massive deficit. Um, we need to get the, the budget balance. As long as we are in a deficit, we are in a position of financial weakness. And we know that Donald Trump, when he's negotiating, will use his counterparty's weakness to his advantage. Yeah. And look, I don't know what we're going to find out in the next couple of days. I don't know what will be discussed behind closed doors. And I don't know when Mr. Trump might level those uh, second set of tariffs against Canada. I'm hoping it's, you know, just more um, bluster than than anything else. But 
Um, do you get the sense that the Liberals will, in fact, do something uh, in the next little while, in the next uh, few days? No, I don't. I think um, there is some buzz uh, around the media that in the fall economic update that uh, the government might try to reverse some of the tax increases that it has applied to Canadian businesses and workers in order to stop the hemorrhaging uh, of our uh, our investment out of the country. Uh, but those are just rumors at this point. We as opposition are going to continue to pressure the government to reverse those policies, and we hope they do so. That is Pierre Polievre joining us uh, tonight. We'll have him on again.